Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. This is part two of our Medium episode with psychic medium Felix Lee Lerma and Bittersweet Life listener and person seeking answers, Lynn Fortunato. Lynn is interested in quitting her job and maybe moving abroad to Italy, but she's not sure that's a wise decision. Either way, she has a hard deadline to decide. Her lease is up for renewal in September, which means she either needs to move out soon or decide to renew and keep her job for at least another year. If you haven't heard part one of Medium, start there, because here we rejoin the session already in progress. So this is a year number eight for you, Lynn. What does that mean? So eight personal year number is about relationship energy. It's about things going well or going better. Eight, if you turn on its side, represents the infinity symbol. So it's a year to break old patterns. It's a year where new things are starting to come up for you. Eight is what we call an extrovert year. Last year was seven. Seven's more of an introvert year. This year is about you being active and proactive and connecting with people. So eight is a relationship year. So it's a good year to make new connections. It's a good year to meet people. If you're looking for love or if you are open to relationship, perfect year to experience that and to get to connect with people. So what else? Eight is also a good year about work. But for you, again, six months after your birthday is when the shift happens. So around September. Now, this would tell me, looking at the numbers, kind of get an idea that something earlier this year happened around your job or something new or novel came up with your work? Um, I don't know if it was novel. I mean, there's a lot coming up with work. Right. This year, would you say, is a change with your responsibilities or sort of like a step up with your work? No, I don't think so. It's been consistently busy okay. and it's staying like that. Okay. So I'm making the prediction that in about six months from your birthday, so that's around September, things are going to start picking up for you. You're going to have more options available. In other words, you could say, well, maybe I'm working this and I'd like to try that over here. So eight is a good year for work changes. So it feels like things are flowing in a good way, right? There's a flow rather than an ebb. And so next year's nine. So I don't want to project too far ahead, but nine's at the end of the cycle. Nine focuses on preparing for change. Uh, I don't know, I see organizing someone for work. You're, you're like personal. What do you do for work, may I ask? I'm an assistant, yeah. so I do organize okay, so like organizing. several people, but one person in particular. Yeah. So it's like the focus is on this one person. I feel like, he's, uh, is this a male? Yes. Because I feel like he's going to surprise you this year in a good way. Because I feel like it's going to be inconsistent with some of the things that might have happened before. So it's not a bad thing. It feels like a, a positive thing. Now, Something that I'm getting as spirit says, Felix, it's very important that you let them know that it's not whether something happens to you or not. It's how you deal with it. So we all deal with negative things. And something that I've really learned in this 18 years of connecting with spirit is that we all deal with negative things. It's not that we go through. It's how we experience it. It's how we keep our peace with whatever is going on. And that's the, the key. So I don't feel like anything horrible is going to happen. It feels like an opportunity I feel like he's going to give you. Kind of feels out of character for him, but something facilitates that. So um, relationship energy. This would tell me you should have met, you could have met someone earlier this year, but I don't know. It feels like you're still 
don't know, kind of like an arm's length, kind of not ready to jump into something, but you're kind of keeping your options open. So you mean someone romantically, or this could have been any type of, like a, okay. Um, I don't think I've met them. Right. I feel like you have your hand on, like, like you're, you're kind of saying, oh, I'm not really sure yet, which is okay. That's just an observation. There's not a judgment on that. It just feels like you're kind of doing that. So you may not attract them right away, but you're going to have opportunities. And I, I, again, six months after your birthday for this year feels like an important time for you. If you decide you want to go further with this person, then it would open doors for you. But money, I'm seeing money, the money flow should be happening for you. There should be more opportunities. And again, that comes with more responsibilities. Possibly he tells you he's going to give you a raise, but I get abundance for you. So this is a good year for abundance, a good year for that. Who's Joseph? Um, It's someone I used to work for. So since we're talking about work, it kind of would make sense that I'm seeing this name. Not that we have to talk about him, but who he represented. Was he uh, someone that was difficult to work with or was he someone? Because it's, it's more about how you've come so far from him to what you are doing now. I, maybe he was difficult at first, but then we got a really good rapport going and then not at all. Transitioned into something a little bit different than you expected. I felt like it was a personal growing lesson for you you got good at him, dealing with him or maybe you decided you don't want to deal with him at all. But I just feel like the Joes in your past are staying in the past. I feel like you're going to be attracting people to work with who are easier, people who are more in alignment with your energy. Yeah, that particular Joseph is deceased now. Okay. It's possible that he might be trying to talk to me. I don't know, but I just got that name really strong. Would there be a reason for him to apologize? He may think there is. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily feel like he's apologizing. I just get the sense that you connected with him in a way that you needed to and that you learned from him. And it's a good thing. And I feel like that. I don't feel like I'm talking to him. I just got that name kind of out of the blue. But in connection to, oh, thank you. Now I do feel like he's saying, well, I want her to know that I'm helping her with her work now. She helped me. And sure, we hit some walls, but I want to help her now because he gets you. So I feel like you can talk to him now. He can actually help you. He seems like a father figure. I would say that we did have a really good, at the end, we were good friends. Yeah. Um, And then who's Tony? Or Antonio or A-N with a T in in it? I don't know. So this is where I have to ask the person holding the microphone because I know (laughs) I'm not supposed to talk about it. But would you understand who that an A-N-T name would be connected to you? Because when, when I'm around people, I get information about people who are around me. Well, I'm happy to. I don't know any a and okay, so no. doesn't make sense. Not that pops to mind. Okay. No. So I'm still with her. Okay. So Lynn. But feel uh, free to like, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. I feel like it's it's not someone past. This is not a spirit. This is someone living. An- Anthony, Andrew. Is it, sorry, Anthony would be A-N-T. Um, Anita could be. Remember that name. It's going to come up with your work. feels like this year. And it's a good thing. I get a green light with it. So it's like a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. It's like Anita, Anthony, Anton is a name that sounds like that. What's the New York City? You're, are you going back to New York to visit someone? I don't have plans yet. I'm seeing you going to New York in the fall. Just to visit. Specifically Long Island. Really? I don't know anyone, I don't think. I see Long Island for some reason. Okay. Some connection to Long Island. Do you have any questions you want to ask me? Yeah, I have some, yeah, some ideas. Um, so can you tell me anything about what direction I should be heading in work-wise? 
you've mentioned how you work for someone. We brought up how you work for someone. And I feel like there's this desire to be free or have more freedom with your work. Not necessarily start your own business, but I kind of feel independent with you. Like you're kind of ready for some new things. You're ready for a new path in life. And looking at your numerology, nine, which would be next year, is about sort of that new path starting to show up because nine will lead to year one, which is new beginnings. So in 2021 is your new beginning year. So the fact that you're thinking about a new path, it's the right time. As far as your path in work, it doesn't feel like you're going to be an assistant to someone. And that feels like it's going to change in about a year, year and a half from now. So there's, like I said, the new opportunities show up might have to do with him saying, Hey, you know, maybe I can help you with this. He's, like you're mentioning to him, this is something I've been wanting to do. And he's like, well, I don't want to lose you as assistant, but I'm okay helping you on something. So this might be something that comes up. Uh, I get, you're supposed to work. I feel like it's in your entertainment business. Really? Okay. It feels light, feels more entertainment. It's like, there's a lot of happy people around this and you're part of it and it doesn't feel stagnating. It doesn't feel like you're sitting behind a desk. It's like, you're very active, but it, for some reason I keep getting like it's entertainment, entertainment industry. I don't know how long that's going to happen, but it feels like I get a year and a half, two year time frame with that. Do you want to work in the entertainment industry? Not really, but I'm wondering if entertainment is just like a huge umbrella. To yeah. me, entertainment would be social media, media, fashion industry, television, broadcasting. That's to me kind of entertainment. It feels light. It doesn't feel like you're not working as a therapist. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just for some reason, I feel like you don't want to sit and talk with people's problems. You'd like to be part of a solution and part of like a team of people. When I say independence for you, I don't mean you're going to break away and do your own business. You could actually, you have the ability, but I get that you're a team player and that you would work really well as like the leader or as a boss in your work. And it could be to do with marketing, but it's definitely in the field of entertainment. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, food and wine keep coming up too. I see you at a winery. Why am I seeing a winery? I don't know. You said that before a couple of years ago. Okay. I, it must be. I mean, is, that could, could that not even be career? It just could be. No. You like to drink? I was going to say, it could just, just be me at a winery? Um, I, I would say, because we're talking about your career, I would say, it, I think it has to do with that. We're on that tangent of a career. I keep seeing wineries for, around you for some reason. So maybe you work for a wine company or someone who's part of the marketing team. It feels like it's, yeah, it's light. That's the feeling I get. I'm, I'm hearing someone talking to me. So there's someone who's passed that's here. It feels like a father figure that's passed. You understand that, right? I don't remember reading you. I don't remember anything with you because it's like I see so many people. So I have this father figure that comes in. I feel like he wants to help you with this new path and work with your work. He wants to help you your dad. I feel like he loves you. And there's this feeling of, I don't know if it's regret about the way he was when he was here or this feeling of, I didn't get to really fully know who you were, but now I know who you are and I see you and I'm proud of you. I just get that feeling. He comes from a, a big Italian family. 
your dad? Where's the like four brothers and sisters come in? Um, two sisters and a brother. Well, two brothers. Yeah. One deceased so when he was a baby. Yeah. yeah. Two brothers and two sisters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's him. Um. I just feel him. He's very casual. He didn't believe in this when he was alive. I feel like he believed in God, but I don't think he ever went to a psychic. No, he probably didn't. He wasn't really religious, though. No. I, he was not. Yeah. He was brought up in religion. I don't feel like he was religious, but I feel like he's spiritual now, and I feel like he's aware of the connection with you. You've dreamt about him before. Yeah, I think he's always been with me. Just asking him some questions here. Um... He's talking to me about someone named Lou. That's his sister. Lulu. Did they have a nickname for her? Her nickname's Lou because oh. her, her full name was Deluvia. Oh, okay. He's saying Lou to me. So that's his sister. And she's still here? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's bringing her up. I feel like there's something going on with her health, but she's going to be okay. And I feel like he's saying, I'm helping her. I'm helping. He loves his family, I feel. He's, he seems closer to them now than he was when he was here. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> about what his parents his siblings were doing but it's like now he's like he's a part of their life too you know and i feel like he just wants you to know that but i feel like you're going to hear from lou i don't know if she's going to try to reach out to you or you don't particularly feel close to them but for some reason she comes up and i feel like he's saying that to me does your dad drive um hold on a second he's talking about driving oh sorry he's not him he's talking about you you get a new car no why is he showing me you driving now like you're, you're going to be driving more. Do you have a car? No, I don't have a car. Were you thinking of getting a car? Not, not if I stay in San Francisco. Okay, he's showing me a car for you. So I don't, I don't know if you're leaving, but I see a car. He's going to help you with this, and it feels like a good thing. He's like, yes, this is the best car you can get. Like he's got a specific car in mind. Do you like cars? Not that much. Not that I know of. Well, I just feel like he's trying to tell you there's a car coming into your life. I don't have a car. We don't need a car in San Francisco, right? But I feel like this is not just literal because I do feel like it's literal. It's also symbolic. Car meaning you're going places, you're driving, you're, you're getting out. And um, I have a feeling the car is connected to your work. Okay, that's interesting. Napa, Sonoma, you're going to be driving up to Healdsburg, something up there. And you're going to have fun. It's like a lot of fun for you. That sounds good. I'll take it. <laughs> um, do you know also someone named Stephanie? Or Stephen is an S-T-E name. I know, it's Stephanie. Who's Stephanie to you? That name just popped up. It's one of my boss's wives. It feels like you're going to have an opportunity to get to know her more, or I don't know. It feels, again, like a positive thing, and that name you're going to hear a lot over the next few months. I don't know what, but it feels like it's not a bad thing. It's a positive thing for you. Real quick, is that person's, so Stephanie's husband, is he... Are you helping him more now or has the, have the role? Okay, there's something about you might be helping him more or helping him with his family or something to do with that. Okay, okay. Hello, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Katie. Breaking into the show really quick so I can ask Katie a question. Yes. So as you know, Katie, we're challenging our listeners to help us reach a financial goal of $1,000 a month on Patreon. We are. And you know what, Tiffany, if everyone listening pitched in five, 10, even $20 a month, we would make that goal in a heartbeat. So my question for you is, why do we need $1,000 a month? Well, 600 to $700 of that is covering our monthly costs. That's web hosting fees, taxes, advertising, equipment charges. 
you know, the day-to-day expenses that keep a weekly show running. So what about the other 300? Well, I don't know if you've noticed, Tiffany, that we've been doing this show for over five years and haven't ever really been paid. Have you noticed? I have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that the person listening to my voice right now will love the show enough to wish that their hosts got paid for making it too. So $150 a piece seems like a modest start, don't you think? I think it would be great. It would. So if you love the show, please support it and all the hard work and effort that goes into making it. Netflix can survive without you. We can't. So visit patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast and become a donating member of our community. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the bittersweet life podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes. And now back to the show. Let me ask your dad something since we got him here. I like to like say, hey, can you tell me more about what your daughter is asking about? Can you show me more things than I can see? So I'm just asking him. But I like your dad's energy. He's. Uh, did he like drinking? Yeah. Because he's showing me like a glass of, um, what's that called? Scotch or a glass of, of hard liquor. He likes scotch. Yeah. yeah. He's just showing me he's like sipping it casually. He didn't have a problem with it. He's just sitting here sipping it casually. Very, he's a thin man. That's the way he wants me to see him. <laughs> um, he was pretty thin until the very end, yeah. He's healthy now. I just feel like, um, <laughs> there's something about the drink he's showing me. It's. I don't know if it's the alcohol industry or wine. Again, I keep getting that whole thing. It's like theme around you, too. John's a common name, but who's John? I know a lot of Johns. To I had him. To him? So talking about Dad. Johnny? Johnny was his nephew. Okay. Because he's bringing up the name Johnny. I asked him for more clarity, and he just said Johnny. Because I said, come on, John's a common name, right? So Johnny's his <laughs> nephew who's alive? Johnny's not alive. Okay, so then that would be your dad's way to acknowledge Johnny's with him. Something about the anniversary of his passing. I don't know if it's your dad or Johnny's, but someone's anniversary. It might be Johnny's, and I don't know what that was. And Sal? Hold on a second. Sal or Sally? Sally? That one I don't know. Okay. I'm just asking him, can you show me why you said that name? Sally is a female, so it's not a male. I was asking him, is this a male like Salvador? No, it's a female, Sally. A name of someone who's also living, not connected to your dad, but someone that's supposed to be connected to you. feels more like a friendship, more than it does to do with work. So I, I have to say to you, Lynn, I feel like you're supposed to meet a lot of new people around the latter part of this year. And that is going to be sort of what opens the, the door for a possible relationship for you. That's great. Makes sense. I hope. <laughs> right on. Right. No, no. Uh, so it's all good. Um, you have any other specific questions you want to ask or topics? I do. What about location? Do you see anything? In terms of where you're going to live? Where you want to live? Yes. Or work? Both. Or either. Okay. <sighs> so when I tune into you, Lynn, I sort of like tune into your vibration. I don't feel like you're leaving. I don't feel like you're leaving the Bay Area yet. In a year and a half, two years from now, could you go to Texas? I don't know about Texas, actually. I don't know why that came up. <laughs> do you know why Texas popped up? I don't. So uh, about two years from now, you could move out of the state. But for some reason, I don't feel like you want to leave the state. You like California. I do love California, but I'm considering a big move. Well, I don't feel like I can tell. I don't really know because I either know or I don't. So I'm not going to pretend to. I don't make stuff up. 
I feel like I saw the South as an opportunity. I don't know if it's because you're going to move down there. I just got the South. Texas for, was the first thing that came up. Could be Southern California, but I don't understand it because I'm seeing work and I'm seeing your living location. Obviously, they're very close. I keep getting a year and a half, a year and a half. So I don't know if you're planning to go in a year and a half or you want to go before that, but that's the time frame that I'm seeing. So if you're planning for something, I would say because it's a year eight, eight's a good year. Trust in what you're getting and trust in what you want because that's this is a good year for it to, to happen. Now, will it all happen at once? It's up to you. I mean, I don't feel like nothing is written in stone. Everything is about up to the point where you are right now. I know it sounds vague, but it's like that's what I'm seeing. If you have a plan and you want to do something, I feel like this is a great, great year to execute it proceed with it were you thinking of going south i was considering of considering leaving the united states going south (laughs) (laughs) not really i was thinking more europe so i'm not seeing that but it doesn't mean it can't happen i just keep for some reason being pulled down the south now if i asked a question would it ruin this reading no so lynn when he says he sees you going somewhere but not for a year and a half in your gut does that feel like a disappointment to you it does feel like a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Again, um, to me, it's not so much you're going to have to like leave in a year and a half, but in a year and a half from now, I feel like that's when your new beginnings are happening. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that. So could you leave before that? Sure. It's not, like I said, it's not written in stone. And um, the timing of things are usually not easy to like pinpoint because if it was a science, then, you know, that would be wonderful. Make my job a lot easier, but I'm, perceiving information so it's uh spirit world doesn't work on our time time is a physical thing so you can kind of that's why i use numerology to kind of help me with that so it doesn't mean you can't move but stronger the stronger feeling is is about a year from now a year and a half is when the big changes start happening for you mm-hmm. so you could move you can move next month and it doesn't mean it won't work out but it, it could still mean that a year and a half, there's still a big change happening. And do you think that I'm overlooking something or someone or something that could help me, give me some answers? Uh, no, I feel like you seem aware, you seem open. You feel very in tune with yourself. Like I don't feel like you're missing anything. And the thought that you're missing something or the fear that you're missing something can actually make you miss something. So just remember like, okay, this feeling, we all get that. Oh, did I miss something? If you did, then it's going to come around again. That's my really strong belief is that we don't truly just miss something. We, if we miss it, then it's, I believe there's another chance for it. You know, the bus comes around again. And I think if you have that kind of attitude that it's going to happen for me, then it will. One thing the spirit helped me, I'm going to share this story with you. I'm going to Lilydale in a few months to teach a course. I'm going to be doing readings. It's Lilydale is a town that talks to the dead. It's in upstate New York. When I first went there about 20 years ago, I was really young. I was 23 years old. And I signed up to do readings for the inspirational stump. And that's where mediums stand up on a stump or they used to stand on this tree stump and speak to about 50, 60 people. It's out in the middle of the woods. So I, I signed up to be a guest medium to do readings, to do service, right? So I get there and I'm saying, okay, spirit, I need your help. Like you gotta help me to connect because this is the first time I've ever done this. And if I really bomb, then they're gonna want me back. So I really wanna come here and I love this place. 
And I said, do you think I can connect today? And they said, well, do you think you can? I said, well, yes, I'd like to. And they said, you will. I said, well, what if I don't connect? And they said, well, then you won't. And I was like, well, this is not very helpful. Uh, I'm about to go in front of 60 people and make a fool of myself. Then you will. Okay, how about spirit? I will connect and it's going to be an amazing time. They said, you're absolutely correct, Felix. So I realized at that time it was up to me. And I decided I'm going to connect. And I did. It was amazing. It wasn't me. I just went up there and things started happening. It's like, wow, I feel like I was watching someone else do it. But it taught me that I had to sort of come with the expectation that I was going to connect. And if I went with, oh, I don't know, then probably wouldn't have. So they taught me early on that I was sort of in charge of me and how I received information. So something that really helped me in like all parts of my life and something I share with people, not because it, came, it didn't come from me. It came from them. It came from them. It's, good. it's kind of a relief. It's a nice way to look at it. Because it says that we have more power than we think. And that is what I do in these readings. I try to help people tap back into their power and to empower people with options and choices. Like when I say the timing, it doesn't mean it's in stone. It just means that the probability is pretty high based on where you are, but it's also, it could be something that's unexpected that you don't even know what it means yet. So that's what I've learned also in this work that, and this is an extreme example, and this is not something that happens typically. I saw someone and I said, you know, in a year from now, your whole life is going to be completely different. And I see you just flying high, being happy. And it's like, because he, he was really sad, this person. And he says, well, I hope you're right. And I said, I just feel good about this. You know, I feel really good that you're going to be in a new place. And it's like a year from then he uh, passed away. And I said, spirit, why would you tell me that he was going to have an amazing? He said, Felix, you're listening to what we're telling you. You told him the correct thing. I was like, okay, wow. So that taught me like, just because I say one thing doesn't mean that I necessarily know what I'm saying, but, and I'm certainly not saying that for you. And the <laughs> Let's hope not. is not that. I don't feel like that. But in this person's case, it was a relief for him to leave this body. Anything more you'd like to ask? Um, is there a way to, for me to tap into spirit so to you said my dad was coming in strong and he let's talk to him while he's here i mean is there a way for me to do that or to get guidance absolutely part of what i like to do in these readings is show people how to connect themselves because you are a spirit and that's the first and most important foundation you have to have is that you are a spirit that has a body so you can connect to that which you are you're connecting with spirits that don't have physical bodies. So absolutely, you can learn how to connect. Now, does it mean you can go off and do readings for people? Not necessarily. But uh, you, because you have the ability to connect with spirit, the spirits that loved you, your parents, your father, the people around you, I always tell people it's important to begin with the assumption that you can connect to them flat out. That's the first thing. The second thing is you have to make space for them. Or what does that look like? Making time to meditate, quieting your mind. A lot of this work is thought. When I clear my mind and after I meditate, I'm preparing to receive from outside of me. In other words, I'm actually making space for my mind to sort of be open to the thoughts and impressions that come to me. 
And in that space, there's a magic that happens. And it's a very deeply personal one. And I'm talking about you who want to connect with your own loved ones. And it's a process that starts. It's a process that starts and it may not feel like anything at first. But it's a process that you have to stick with and you have to dedicate yourself to if you want to learn how to connect with them. There are a lot of books on how to quiet your mind so you can hear. It's not a microwave thing where you just instantly get it. It's, it takes time to develop. So we tell people, the spirits tell us that if we want to work with them, we have to ask them. We have to make time for them. You know, 15, 20 minutes a day to meditate, quiet your mind. And we have to sort of stay open to the process and how it happens because it happens to each person differently. And it also happens according to where you are at this time in your life. But they're there all the time. If you open to that and you show them that you're putting time into this, they won't disappoint you. And how does Lynn know that she's not inventing what they're saying to her? Well, that comes from discernment. And discernment comes from practice. And practice comes from something you do over a long period of time. And discernment happens as you sort of say, oh, I got this message that this was going to happen. And it happened. That's an example of, oh, this made sense to me. We're constantly bombarded with thoughts and distractions. And when you actually quiet your mind, you would be really surprised at what you could hear in terms of feeling the spirit. Do you have any more questions you want to ask? I have one that's kind of kind of changing the topic, but I'm wondering if what you see around me as far as other languages, foreign languages. Do I see you speaking another language? If what language would you be speaking? Um, so I get two. They're both, one's Latin and one's, well, I don't know if it's, considered Slavic or one's more Latin and one feels Slavic like German German I'm hearing like was ist das okay Germans and, and then Spanish or Italian I can't tell if it's Spanish or Italian but it feels more Spanish to me but I mean that's what I pick up with you I don't know if you're going to be traveling to Germany I mean I'm hearing people speaking to you in German but I'm hearing German do you understand that? Yeah, that's cool. Doesn't mean I'm going to speak German. Right. You're just seeing German around me. Yeah. What is that when you say like I'm seeing German around? Like how does that actually it in your head? What happens? It just sort of pops in. It's like an impression that, I, like I didn't make it up. It just came to me. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It just <laughs> happened. I hear German. I guess that's like the question of what is it to be you? If you if we were in a bar with oh you right now, God. could we you look at that person across the bar and be like, oh, oh for some reason there are birds everywhere, and then like this person like, <laughs> I could do that, but I would drive myself crazy because I could never get validation. I can't just go up to people and say, do you know why I'm seeing? I'll give you an example. I was at a spiritualist church when I first moved here to San Francisco, and I saw this woman walking across the front of the church, and I saw, I swear a Tinkerbell-looking character flying next to her head. And I thought, I'm going crazy. I've really never seen this before, but it looks like a Tinkerbell, or I don't know what to call it. So afterwards, after the church service, I went up to her and I said, Hi, I said, I'm Felix. What's your name? She says, I am Rhonda. I said, Hi, Rhonda. And I said, Rhonda, I'm a medium. I do work with spirit. I just have this crazy question to ask you. I said, when you walked in, I saw this little energy flying next to you like a Tinkerbell. She says, oh, yeah, those are fairy spirits. I work with fairy spirits. I said, wow, she understood it. She said, oh, yeah, that's like they look like Tinkerbell. I said, what are fairies? She says, fairy spirits are spirits that work with 
people who work in nature and I'm a gardener and I you know work in a Buddhist Zen center and I plant things and I I talk to them I was like you talk to who she said I talk to the animals and I talk to these gnomes and fairies and I thought this is really crazy and, <laughs> and she actually said and continued to tell me that rather than killing groundhogs or the, the groundhogs that eat the crops, she actually speaks to them and asks them to go. She has a designated area for them to eat their carrots over here, but not to mess with this garden, and they don't mess with that garden. So I thought that was really fascinating. She was connecting to animal spirits and saying, okay, you can go over there and eat the potatoes and carrots over there I have for you, but don't touch these. And they listen to her. You ever see anything scary? Uh, yes. Not necessarily in a reading, but in my dreams and visions and... Sure. Like a lot of people on 9-11, I saw 9-11 before it happened, like four hours. It was really intense and it was just terrifying. I woke up 7.30 in the morning out of breath, like, oh my God, I even told my partner, I said, I had the worst nightmare. People were dying. I'm so glad that I'm awake. And it was just like, I want to move on with the day. Little did I know that it would start to unfold around nine o'clock. And so, yeah, that was... I've heard people say that. A lot of people have tapped into that, and I didn't realize that I was tapping into it, but yeah, that was scary. Anything else from you? I think we've covered all my questions. Any last tidbits of advice? I feel like your health was, has improved. I don't know I'm supposed to say your health has improved. You feel very healthy to me. Not that you weren't before, but there's, I get this green energy. It feels like you're healthier. You've got new knowledge, and you're, you've got some new inspiration to help with your health yeah i would say that's absolutely true i wasn't in good health like last year last couple years whatever you're doing it's working and i say keep doing it because it feels good i should definitely ask you if somebody is in san francisco and wants to see you what do they do uh they can go to my website felixleelerma.com or they can go to google and type in felix medium and a lot of different links will show up and call my office. My assistant is Jeffrey. He's a very, very good assistant. And uh, so many people come here looking forward to meeting him. And unfortunately he lives in South Dakota. Uh, so he's really good at getting people scheduled. I am booked out right now about nine months in advance, eight months in advance. So you can call my office and he'll take care of you. How many people do you see in a day? That's your... Well, today was, uh, today's Wednesday. I did five readings today. Wow. Tomorrow I'll do four. Friday I do four. Saturday I do five. It's a lot. Are there bad days at work as a psychic? Do you have days where you're like, I have nothing? Yes. Like everyone else, I have my days and I usually have to reschedule people. And do I like doing it? Absolutely not. I feel horrible. But I've come to realize that like everyone else, I have to reschedule my energy and if I wake up not feeling good or not feeling like I'm up to it I have to honor that now there are times where I wake up feeling like I can't do this I can't do this and then the first reading happens and it's completely changed my day so like okay I can do this um but like everyone else I have bad days and I definitely don't read people on those days or I don't if I try to and it doesn't work out then I don't take take their money and I'm, you know, I'm very ethical like that. If I don't connect, I don't, they don't have to pay me. But yeah, absolutely. I, that's been uh, my kryptonite is telling someone, listen, I can't connect with you today. And for someone who's waited six months, it really, 
it's hard. But what I do for them is I get them in either the next week or I'll find time for them. I don't make them wait another six months. My one other question, because it's something that comes up on this show uh, again and again and again, and Lynn knows as a listener, is that it's kind of just tapping into that one things come back around again. One of the most common questions we get are people wondering, is it too late for me? Like I should have done this dream 10 years ago and now I'm too old. I have too many responsibilities or it seems completely impractical. Never. It's never too late. And I have clients who've come to me 48 years old, 49, 50 years old. And I say, spirit, show me you're just starting at 55. And what? And then 55 grows around and boom. So absolutely, it's never too late. That's something that the spirit has helped me to understand is that nothing is ever too late. Nothing. And I truly believe that in my heart. Working with spirit, working with people for the last 18 years, you see things. I've seen things that I can't believe happened or I can't believe I said and it happened or whatever. Absolutely, it is never too late. That is a message I'd like to share with everyone. Thank you so much for doing this and getting us in in less than six months. Thank you very much for coming. I appreciate it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really fun. And Lynn, thank you for letting me use you as a guinea pig. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right, well, and until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. Thanks to Lori Lee Elliott for her help managing The Bittersweet Life on YouTube and to Sarah Johnson for her consultation. Our logo is made by Jody Rick at the Lost Laboratory, with painting assistance by our muse, Caravaggio. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. That way we're here for you every week, both on Monday and now on Thursday. And if you review us on Apple Podcasts, we'll be grateful for you. Send us your topic ideas, questions, and voice memos. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or at the contact us page at thebittersweetlife.net.